Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, June 19th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Well, I had a nice break, nice week off over in Ireland. And I hope you were following um, the photo gallery on BillOReilly.com. Those pictures are still up. And I had a little narration with them. So uh, you might go in there and check it out. It was a uh, fun trip, but uh, there was a purpose to it. And in the final thought today, at the end of this broadcast, I'll tell you about what happened and why I went and what uh, came of it. So um, when I was gone, there was not a lot of breaking news in the USA. It was, you know, the usual Trump-Biden stuff, which is evolving into an interesting uh, political situation in the sense that it's historic. You've got two presidents now under legal scrutiny. And I wrote about that yesterday in my column. So there's a difference. Every day I write a message of the day, all right, so everybody can read it. And then on Sundays I file an extensive column. Well, yesterday I wrote about the dangers that both Trump and Biden face from the legal system. So you might want to, while you're looking at the pictures from Ireland after that, you might want to segue into the column and the message. But the biggest story that broke last week was the Los Angeles Dodgers capitulating to the far left progressive movement and honoring uh, this group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Now, I'm not going to go over this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're behind the curve. And, you know, you have to go to the website and catch up. But this is a group of um, gays, I guess that's the only description that they all have in common, who hate Christianity and who have violated physically 
Catholic churches and uh, committed all kinds of acts that would be criminal had the places of worship been Jewish or Muslim. They would be criminal acts, what these so-called sisters did. But it's full open season on Christians in America, which tells you something. But this story is far more than religion. It has to do with the fabric of our country, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are a hate group. That's where you start. But they deny that, and the press denies it as well. And the Los Angeles Dodgers at first canceled their appearance on gay night, but then reinstated after the Hollywood Mafia, all far left, threatened the Dodgers. Okay? The Dodgers folded. Um, So the game and the gay night was last Friday between the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. But a funny thing happened. Outside the stadium, there were protests. Now, the L.A. police won't give us how many. I can't estimate it, but there were thousands of people protesting the Los Angeles Dodgers. That was outside the stadium. Inside the stadium, the honor was obscured. Here's a report from the local NBC station in L.A. Go. And the sisters have already been honored, and it caught us by a bit of surprise because the team brought them out about an hour before the first pitch. The stadium, it was nearly empty. So they, they didn't want to bring uh, these people, the sisters, in front of the crowd. So they brought them out an hour. If you know anything about baseball, have you ever been to a baseball game? There's nobody there. So it's basically a hollow stadium. So that's what the Dodgers did, right? Aren't they profiles of courage, that team? Okay, so then the game is played. The attendance for a Dodgers-Giant game was lower than usual, but, you know, there were people there, about 49,000 people. Um, It's 56 is capacity. So the boycott uh, by the Catholic authorities did not work. And I I knew it wasn't going to work because – I will tell you, most people in that stadium had no blanket idea what was happening. You've got to understand that most people don't follow the news in the USA. You, of course, are the exceptions. You're watching and listening to me on the radio because you want information. Unfortunately, 50%, 60% of our co-citizens don't care about information at all. They pursue their happiness without any kind of responsibility, in my opinion. So um, I said that once the Dodgers agreed to honor this group, they were subscribing to bad karma. Go. Now, I said there might be some karma, if you believe in God, on the Dodgers since they announced they reinstated the Sisters to the Honor platform. The Dodgers have gone six and six. Okay. So that was two weeks ago. Since that time, the Los Angeles Dodgers, considered one of the best teams in baseball, have won 10 games and lost 14. An abysmal showing. In fact, they're now getting raked by the L.A. sporting press because they lost 15 to nothing the day after they honored the sisters to the rival, the San Francisco Giants. Now, obviously, the Dodgers did the wrong thing. 
Okay, there's no two sides to that story. This group is a hate group, and if the propagandists at the L.A. Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, USA Today, USA Today is the worst. I don't know whether you know that or not, but they're the worst. Okay, they wrote a cover piece for the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. It was, I'm, I thought, is this satire? Oh, they're so great. Oh, my God. Uh, but the uh, AP, Associated Press, which goes out to all the small newspapers in the country, they took an interesting tack. They found a nun, a Catholic nun, and they featured her in an article. This is the AP. Quote, the nun says, Sister Janine Gramic. Just as I have great respect for Catholic nuns because of their compassion and good works over the centuries, I applaud the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence for their financial assistance to those in need. I support them because of all their good works. I believe that any group that serves the community, especially those who are less fortunate or on the margin of society, should be honored, unquote. Okay, so I guess Sister uh, Gramic would support the Nazi party in Germany because they gave money to the poor to buy goodwill in the 1930s. At the same standards, you're supporting the Nazis because, hey, they're, they're helping to marginalize. <laughs> it's some, unbelievable. So we looked up who this Sister Gramic is. She's the founder of the, quote, New Ways Ministry, which is a far, far left religious-based organization that works with uh, gays and transgender and all of that. Now, I don't know this woman. I'm making any judgment on her because it's wrong to do that. And unfortunately, some of the protesters outside Dodger Stadium carried signs that said things like, ask me why you're going to hell. They were judging all these people who showed up for gay night or were homosexual, whatever. And that is not Christian. That defeats the purpose of defending Christianity when you are uh, putting yourself in place of God. It is very clear in the New Testament that we humans are not to judge other humans. That doesn't mean we don't oppose. We do. But we don't judge. You don't say you're going to hell if you do X, Y, and Z because that person will be right next to you. That's how clear it is. Jesus did not want humans judging other humans in that way. Um, so the situation unfolded on Friday night. Did the network news broadcast cover it? No, they did not. Nary, N-A-R-Y, nary a mention. ABC, CBS, NBC, no coverage. Blacked it out. Talk about corruption. I worked for ABC and CBS News when I was there. That would have probably been story number three after the politics. They blacked it out. Now, why is this happening? This the bigger story. The progressive left wants total change in America. They want economic change. They want socialism. They want societal change where anything goes. You want to be a heroin addict? Don't work. Hurt your family? Fine with us. And we'll pay you in San Francisco will pay you almost $1,000 a month to be a drug addict. That's taxpayer money going to you. Drugs, go, go, nothing wrong with drugs. You want to be transgender at age 12? Go from a boy to a girl or vice versa? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. 
No problem. You want indoctrination in schools to little children about how evil the United States is and always has been? Yes. That's what this is about. Eroding traditional values. Destroying organized religion because organized religion stands for a standard of behavior. Far left doesn't want any of that. None. Got to attack, got to destroy, which is why the Catholic authorities didn't stand up to this until two days before. I think it was last Wednesday, the National Conference of Catholic Bishops finally issued a statement. After all those weeks, they're afraid, just as the Los Angeles Dodgers were afraid of this far-left cabal, which can hurt you severely. They're all afraid. And that is the overarch importance of this story. And that's a memo. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Uh, joining us now from Charlotte, North Carolina, is Dr. Michael Brown, who has made a lot of uh, comments on this situation. He's a nationally syndicated radio guy, hosts a program called Line of Fire. He's written a book, Why So Many Christians Have Left the Faith. So, Doctor, first of all, on my Talking Points memo, you have any quibbles with it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. This is part of a larger radical left dominionist mentality. I said for almost 20 years now, those who came out of the closet want to put us in the closet. And the world of religion, the world of the church is the remaining obstacle for that. What's happened here is I believe that the tide is turning. 
that because the goalposts keep moving, because it's never enough, it used to remember it was gay pride, then it's LGBT pride, then LGBTQ plus pride. The goalposts keep moving. And a lot of Americans who said, oh, okay, you know, we don't agree with homosexual practice, but you know, love is love and we want to be tolerant. They didn't sign up for boys sharing bathrooms with their daughters. They didn't sign up, sign up for 13-year-olds having their breasts removed. They didn't sign up for the, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. You know, it, it would be like white supremacists wearing blackface, and they're the brothers in the hood, but they do a lot of good in the community. Like you said about the Nazis, hey, Hamas does a lot of community good. What about white supremacists doing community good, wearing blackface and, and being honored as brothers in the hood? Or some anti-Semites who do community good, and they dress up as Hasidic rabbis. They're called the rabbis of the foreskin, and, and a pro team's going to honor them. There'd be complete outrage. That's right. But I think and, that, and Hamas I think, is a very good example of this misguided nun. Hamas makes its living by helping the poor para Palestinians economically, and that's why they're supported. All right, so let's move it down. This could not happen without the active compliance of the American corporate media, correct? Oh, abs absolutely. There has been, if, first, if we know where much of the media stands, it's been pro-abortion, it's been pro-homosexual rights, etc. So it's been much farther to the left than the general population. But obviously, things are reported a certain way. Bill, I actually saw an NBC headline. I, I, I did a screenshot of it that talked about dozens of protesters outside of the event. There were clearly thousands. There were dozens in the stadium as things were being presented. But this has, there has to be complicity. But it's not, just, it's not just mainstream media. It's the education system. It's the business world. Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, which oversees billions and billions of investment dollars, says we must force behaviors. We will force behaviors. What's happened is, though, people are realizing that there's something to the saying about go woke or go broke. There, there's a shifting in the American attitude because people said, we didn't sign up for this cultural madness. Yeah, I, be we didn't I believe sign you're right. I believe the backlash is coming, but it's much slower backlash um, because the press is so corrupt and rooting for the progressive left. And people go, well, why? Why are they doing it? Well, we're not psychiatrists here. All right. A lot of the people who are running uh, media organizations were radicals in the 60s, and maybe they kept their ideology. I don't know. What I do know is even an organization that used to represent traditional Americans, Fox News, now has a handbook basically that is woke from start to finish that they give to their employees. And if the employees at FNC do not adhere to, this far left playbook that they're not going to be working at Fox News. So it's almost 100% now down the line that progressive change is good. Traditional conservative Americans are bad. That's where we are. Right. There, there is a larger war on God and on fundamental biblical morals. I wrote an article some time back about why conservative Christians can't look to Fox News when they bring on Caitlyn Jenner. And, and, and you've got Caitlyn Jenner now, who is a spokesperson, saying it's wrong to have boys competing against girls in sports. Well, th that objection is a little weak coming from there. Let me add something else in, though. As a, a leader in the evangelical church, uh, it's the cowardice of the clergy that's complicit no. here as well. It's people refusing to speak up 
because they'd rather save their interests and preserve their mailing lists and keep their income. So a lot of the problem falls on us. Francis Schaeffer said decades ago that every abortion clinic in America should have a sign open with permission of the local church. So if we had shined the light better, I've said for many years, I'm not so much concerned with the presence of darkness, but the absence of light. We, I'm not looking to the secular media to do what the church should do, but why isn't the church doing it? That's my greatest concern. Well, the church isn't doing it because they're afraid and they're losing numbers so rapidly that it wouldn't matter if they did do it at this point. I disagree with you about Caitlyn Jenner, by the way. Um, she has a right as an American citizen to pursue happiness any way she wants. And from what I've heard from her, she doesn't go for this um, trans men competing with women, the multiple bathroom situation. She's against that and has enough guts to go against her own um, situation, if you would, uh, and speak out against it. So we disagree there. And the second thing is that one of the reasons the progressives have made so many inroads is because sometimes the right, the, the traditional uh, crew in America, are so over the top. You can't be screaming you're going to hell if somebody's gay. You just can't be doing that. And that happens, doctor. Yeah, so what happens is you have a Westboro Baptist church, a handful of people shouting, God hates f and that becomes now the poster. This is what the media is going to report. Yeah, the, the radical it. group. Right. Yeah, right. the radical sign. I, I can absolutely say, according to scripture, if we live a certain way and refuse to repent of sin, and there's a host of sins that, that we will be excluded from heaven. You know, the, the, the Bible does set standards, and Jesus says to follow the narrow way. But absolutely, the media is going to take the one person with the angry sign it's going to ignore the millions of people that love their neighbor and just say, I don't agree with homosexual practice. No, that, I don't agree with do. adultery. That's why, they, that's why the Associated Press picked this radical nun to feature in, in this uh, article. Um, that's exactly what they did. She's one of about, you know, six who are that loopy who can say, yeah, sisters of perpetual indulgence go right into this San Francisco cathedral take the Eucharist and then go out and defile it. That's okay if you give some money to a uh, gay cause. That's insane, okay? That nun is insane. But they got her and she's front and center in the Associated Press, which goes, as I said, to every small newspaper around. Last word, doctor, is there hope that the traditional conservative movement can blunt this progressive stuff? Absolutely, because things have gone too far. So you have baseball pitchers like Doug Kershaw, who didn't speak up with gay pride before, but this went too far. And a recent Gallup poll uh, indicates dramatic shifts from 2021 to 2023, even as much as 30% among the American population becoming social conservatives. So it could well be that the success of the gay revolution and the success of the radical left will prove to be its very failure. All right, doctor, we appreciate it very much. Once again, Line of Fire radio program, Dr. Michael Brown. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its gold star, fallen first responder, 
responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go to politics. President Biden's off to California. Uh, This is another con. So he gives a speech uh, about climate crisis uh, in Santa Clara. And then he does uh, a bunch of uh, campaign stuff. Why is it a con? Because by giving the speech, he's acting in a presidential capacity So the whole trip is paid for by you and me, the taxpayers, and doesn't have to come out of his re-election campaign funds. Did you know that? There you go. Okay, it was Pride Day at the White House on Saturday, but things uh, didn't go as planned. Uh, A trans woman, Rosalind Montoya, uh, took off her top. Okay, on the White House lawn. How nice. So the White House has banned her, okay, uh, saying that what she did was inappropriate and disrespectful. <laughs> Can't make it up. Can't. Okay, I'm not even going to run the Jean Pierre uh, soundbite. It's so stupid. And I don't mind, by the way, a gay day at the White House. They're Americans. Again, they want to pursue happiness and not hurt anybody else. Fine with me. All right, so Biden uh, gives a speech to the League of Conservation Voters. That's a green outfit, okay? And uh, he got a little confused. Go. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm looking forward to that railroad across the Pacific Ocean uh, going into the Indian Ocean. So I know geography is hard and the urchins don't even get taught. But let me just map it out for you, pardon the pun. See, the oceans you can't build a railroad on because the tracks would sink. So you can't do that. A giant bridge for 6,000 miles? No, couldn't do it. So Biden actually gets up there and says, "Um, we're going to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. No. (laughs) Okay, you can't. Again, the reason I'm doing this is not to disparage 
Joe Biden the man, but to show you that he doesn't know what he's saying. Now, if you've had an elderly parent, and I went through this with my mother, you know what I'm talking about. The most powerful man in the world responsible for our safety does not know what he's saying. And 40% of Americans would vote for him again? Oof. All right, Secretary of State Blinken goes to China and gets his butt kicked, uh, as usual. So the Biden administration wants a hotline between Washington and Beijing about military matters. So there's no misunderstanding when some Chinese jet buzzes an American jet or whatever. China won't do it. Why? There's no reason not to do it, right? So Blinken goes all the way over there, and he meets with the Chinese government, she included. He said, look, let's, for the safety of the world, we don't want any misunderstandings about stuff. Let's have this little hotline. No, they won't do it. Then Blinken kisses their butt, the Chinese, and says, um, no, we, we are not going to oppose the one China policy, which means that there, Taiwan is not an independent nation. Right now, Taiwan is an independent territory like Hong Kong once was. And you know what happened to Hong Kong. I hope you know. Communists went down. All freedoms left. That's it. Well, Taiwan is exactly the same as Hong Kong was. It's a free territory. All right? There isn't communism there. And Taiwan makes many of the chips that we use here in our devices. China, number one, wants to humiliate the West and conquer militarily Taiwan because the Taiwanese aren't going to vote for them. And number two, they sense acute weakness on Biden's part, even though Biden's kissing her butt. So just to let you know, that's what's happening over in China. All right, poll came out last week, Harvard-Harris, 2090 respondents online. Now, I don't trust online polls because People who are motivated vote in them. That's not random. And now in mid-June, the polling still is not significant. It will get that way once the campaign starts in late August with the first Republican debate. Anyway, simple question. If the 2024 election for president were held today between Trump and Biden, who would you support? Trump, 45%, Biden, 39%. So at Harvard, uh, they must be, you know, oh, no, uh, he's up by six. Don't know 15. But again, don't take that to the bank, okay? I wrote a column that I mentioned handicapping both Trump and Joe Biden in their legal situations. And the Biden situation is going to get worse, a lot worse. All right, national debt hits $32 trillion for the first time in U.S. history. Of course, uh, Joe Biden, for the first two years plus, is the biggest spender by far in our history. And he'll continue spending trying to buy votes. So there you go. Uh, there's a lawsuit against the Biden administration, a watchdog group, Americans for Public Trust, trying to find out how many private jet trips Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg has taken. Because we, the taxpayer, foot that bill, right? Well, the government itself says 
that all government agencies have to give that, if asked, give that information out in 20 days. FAA is going blank you. We're not giving it out. And Biden's got to know that. The Biden people in the White House got to know that. So now there's a lawsuit. Now, we'll get the information, and it will embarrass Buttigieg, the big green guy, the climate change warrior. He's, all, he's like John Kerry. They're in you know, private jets every two minutes. Okay, booze. So let's start with 63% of Americans drink hard liquor, according to Gallup. But now Americans are drinking more alcohol than at any other time since the Civil War. We're getting hammered, okay? Um, 50% are drinking... Um, Americans are drinking 50% more wine than we did in 1995. Beer consumption is actually down because of the, I don't know if that's Bud Light, but you don't get buzz quick on beer. Okay, wine, you get buzz. And uh, men uh, once outnumbered women three to one drinking hard booze, but now it's parity. It's about parity. So the ladies are are drinking it up too. This all comes from National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. All right. So I am one of the 37 percent of Americans who do not drink. And uh, when I was in Ireland last week, the drinking age is 18. So my urchin was 19. And I said, look, you want to have a Guinness or something? You go right ahead. But if you get hammered, I'm leaving you here. Okay. so hello, Ireland. And he, he didn't. He's a good good kid. Um, And I'm not against social drinking, but if you're inebriating yourself on a regular basis, you got a problem. And it's going to affect other people adversely. Every alcoholic that I know, and I know plenty of them, my cousin died from booze consumption. They hurt people so badly because of their selfishness and lack of discipline. Now, if you want to be healthy, there's a smart life app I want to tell you about. It's called Noom. N as in Nancy, O-O-M as in Mary. Noom. So this is tailored to you and it tracks what your food intake is. Of course, you have to tell them that. And tells you if you're going off track. And it advises you about why you're eating the garbage that you're eating. And stress, anxiety, hypertension, all of that. Now, it's expensive, okay? So for a year, it's more than $200, so you know. But we checked it out, and it, if you're actively trying to get healthier, and I hope you are, this Noom thing makes it easier to go, all right, now I just had two pints of haagen You tell them that, and then they spit back at you, okay, here's the harm that you did to yourself, that's number one. And, you know, you might want to substitute or you might want to do this and that. So you could check it out for 70 bucks. Um, you go to the Apple Store app, whatever that is. I no blanket idea what it is. And you, I guess, type in Noom Smart Life Segment. Stay in history, June 19th, 1865. Union troops arrive in Galveston, Texas to tell everybody that slavery is done. 
So in Texas, far away, they didn't know that the Confederates had lost the Civil War. Okay, so on April 9th, 1865, Lee, General Lee, surrendered at Appomattox. I hope you read Killing Lincoln because we got everything about the Civil War in there. But in Texas and faraway places, they didn't know. All right, it was very primitive out there in the West. So the army shows up, sails to Galveston, gets out, and all the slaves were free, an estimated 250,000 human beings enslaved in Texas at that time. So that is what Juneteenth is. That's why we have the federal holiday today, June 19th. I wrote a message about it. I hope you read it. And let me know whether you agree or disagree. We always like dissent, but make an intelligent dissent, all right? Okay, so we have a mail segment, pent up angst in the mail. I'll deal with it. And then I'm going to tell you about uh, the Irish trip, um, which I think you're going to want to hear. We'll be right back. Let's get to the mail. Michael Vedro, Sunnyside, New York. That's in Queens. President Trump will not go with a plea deal, O'Reilly. Since the Justice Department is clearly biased and corrupt, President Trump will ultimately win. Okay, you might be right, Michael. You might be right. I say in my column that I, I think if the appeals about the Presidential Act, the Espionage Act fail, I don't see Donald Trump sitting in a criminal courtroom. And some of those charges are so weak, they're going to get thrown out. But in the end, there'll be two or three. If he pleads and there's no jail time attached to it, I think he might do that. But you may be right. Mary Zillhart, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Bill, how can the prosecution prove a case about mishandling classified documents without providing the documents? The jury can't see the documents because they're classified. They didn't present anything. The grand jury is not a sitting jury. All right. So the federal government, Jack Smith, the prosecutor, went into a grand jury in Washington and said, this is what we have. They didn't back it up. And they said, "Okay, we'll indict him. That's the grand jury system. Now, he had to provide some kind of backup, but he didn't have to provide the documents. He will in a criminal court and they'll be redacted. So they'll take out a lot of this stuff. But a grand jury is different than a regular jury. James, I fail to understand your take, O'Reilly. President's possession of documents seem to remove the unclassified status, as I and most former presidents understand the law. This isn't about that. I don't know why this is so confusing. It's not about Trump having the documents. It's about he didn't give them back when the National Archives asked. That's what it's about. Every, as you point out correctly, Every former president has classified information. But when the archive says you got to give it back and you don't, that's why. Now, maybe Donald Trump is a reason. Right? You've got to give him the chance. Thomas, nice insight, Bill. I could not think of a better situation for our current FBI and justice system if our attorney general would aggressively go after the overwhelming evidence against the Biden crime family. Well, if they don't, Congress will. So at least we have that. If the House had been Democrat, 
Biden would skate forever. How frightening, right? Chrisman, great column uh, yesterday, Bill. Nice to get away from the crazy fray. Good chance to look at the political picture from afar. Yes. I, when I was walking around those country roads, things became clearer to me. Uh, Mike Thoreau, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma. Okay, I haven't been there. The national news is getting worse every day. If not for the no-spin news, I would have given up entirely. Well, we're here for you and millions of others. Dwight Jackson, Manila, Arkansas. Long-time conservative voter, but I'm going to vote for RFK Jr. Tell me where I'm going wrong. I'm not going to tell you where you're going wrong. You vote for Dwight, you vote for who you want to vote for. All right, I think there's, I'm going to be doing some analysis of RFK Jr. on Wednesday night on News Nation. Um, but I'm, I never disparage your vote, unless there's a record that's like Joe Biden who's hurting all of us. But you think uh, RFK's got the goods? Go ahead. Paige, Carson City, Nevada, thank you, Bill, for taking us on your trip to Ireland. I love reading about your travels. Well, you're going to hear about them in about two minutes. So that's what we're going to do. Um, first, the touts. So I got up and running today the summer reading program. Okay, the BillOReilly.com summer reading program. You get Killing the Legends, Killing the Killers, Killing Crazy Horse, all three books for $32.95. And if you buy them, you get a free Team Normal hat. Great deal. So, you know, everybody goes on vacation. I read two books uh, while I was in Ireland. And uh, if you want to learn and have fun reading, you got Legends. You got Killers, you got Crazy Horse. It's a fabulous deal. Make the most of your downtime. Word of the day, do not be a poltroon. P-O-L-T-R-O-O-N. I'm back with a final thought about my trip. Okay, here we go with the final thought of the day. So I flew out of JFK in New York to Shannon Airport, west of Ireland, on Air Lingus. Flight was on time. We got in early, it was five in the morning, skated right through, everything was perfect. My guys, and I always use the same guides in transportation in Ireland, um, and it's consireland.com, consireland.com. That's who I use. I've used them five times, they're the best. Okay, zipping up to the north of the island, if you look at the map, Ireland is an island. It's two countries on the island, the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. So we're up there to Donegal, which was the only county I had not been to. It is a rural county because it's so far out of the mainstream, but the landscape is beautiful. Those sleeve cliffs, unbelievable. I didn't even know they were there. That's where Aran Island is, way up there. Fantastic scenery. I mean, it's, you're like this. Is this real? Yeah. Okay, so then we sell, uh, go to our hotel, one of the best in Europe, Lock Eske, E-S-K-E. Uh, it's an old manor castle. Um, fabulous. Okay, it, it is tremendous. Then from there, we stayed in Donegal for three days, and then we went to Northern Ireland. This was a father-son trip, 12 of us. So I took... Uh, the crew, to where I covered the troubles in Ireland, okay? 
Londonderry, and then Belfast. In Belfast, I took them to, I went on a British police raid. It was the British soldiers and the Ulster police raiding a place called Divis Flats, a housing project. And I was right in the middle of that. And so I took them there, and then we saw, and Belfast, grim to this day. The Catholics are Protestants, they're big wall in the city, almost like in Israel, okay? Dividing the Catholics and the Protestants. They don't like each other. However, they all want to make money, so the troubles, the murders and the assaults and all that have dropped dramatically. So that was the history part of the tour. Then from Belfast, a two-hour ride to Dublin. I always stay at the Maron Hotel, best hotel in town. Um, and we had a great time in Dublin. Very lively city. You contrast Dublin to Belfast, it's like two different worlds. Um, the service, the food, and the people were fantastic. When I first went to Ireland in 1969, the food was dismal. Oh, it's so bad. That's good. It's good. And it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't France expensive. Okay. So all of that was fine. And the hotels were all good. And the people were very nice. So the Irish people are very curious. And they ask questions. And they love humor and all that. And we had a great time. Um, and then we took pictures. And they're at BillOReilly.com. Um, and there are some fantastic pictures there. So even if you're not Irish, Ireland should be on your dance card. Switzerland, magnificent. Ireland, because I'm Irish, a little bit better than Switzerland, but I'm prejudiced. The fjords of Norway, out of this world. Those are the three scenery, okay? Western Austria is included in that um, Switzerland thing, and Bavaria and Germany, that's is a, like a circle. Fabulous. Weather was fantastic, usually raining. I don't mind the rain, it's in my DNA, okay? Um, the PBS program, Finding Your Roots, did a thing on me. I'm 92% Irish, which is, and my people came over fairly early. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I guess nobody likes my ancestors except other Irish, I don't know. But I have a special affinity for the country. Obviously, you know that. So tremendous trip. Needed a break, but everybody got entertained and informed. And um, I went into a church and said, thank you, God. I actually did that because I have the wherewithal to do all this. And, and uh, it was magnificent. Again, cons, C-O-N-N-S, cons. Ireland, one word, dot com. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you tomorrow.